Ron, and welcome to the Australian Herpticulture Podcast. How you going, buddy? Good, mate. Good. Just you and me today, eh? Yeah, mate. Yeah, just thought we'd do a nice little short one. Well, not short, but you know, just a bit of a catch up. A bit of a chat, a bit of a catch up. Last yeah. week was good until I dropped out. But Oh, you weren't the only one, though. Luke dropped out as well. So. Yeah, I got on because I started watching it on Facebook. <laughs> so I couldn't get on on um, whatever the, the app that we use for the live streams. I couldn't get on on that. Yeah. So I was like, I'll jump on on Facebook and I could watch it on Facebook. Fine. But I just couldn't get onto the app. It just wouldn't load properly. I tried my my computer because my Wi-Fi went down. So I went, um, so I actually my internet, my, not my Wi-Fi. So I went on my phone and just used 4G, but I could watch it, but I couldn't access on the app. So. That's so weird. I remember you writing in though, like, hi guys. <laughs> I didn't realize it'd come up as the podcast page. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's funny. I laughed about that because I saw you look when it sent. I saw you look at it like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, it wigged me out for a second. I was like, I didn't write that. <laughs> Where's yeah. Jason? And then I kind of put two and two together. I was like, oh, yeah. it must be him watching it. <laughs> but yeah, I could only listen to like 10, 10 minute blocks and then my internet would shit out again and I'd jump back on and just watch it. But um, no, it was good. Did you end up <sighs> listening back to the last part of it? No, I haven't yet. I'll probably do that probably tomorrow, I'd say. So I caught up yeah. on a few other podcasts, obviously, because last week was pretty hectic for me. So yeah, yeah, caught up rough on a trot. Yeah, a couple of hospital visits for my daughter. So, yeah. but it seems all good now. So, but it's good. Got spent a couple of hours at Kellyville Pets just to kill time with my son. So, yeah, <laughs> he loved it. What did he get into the most? The the turtle, the um, albino turtle they got there. Oh yeah, that's a good loved it. turtle. Yeah, absolutely loved it. And um, what else? Yeah, that's probably it, I'd say. The, the turtle, is just love that turtle. Just stood yeah. in front of that tank and watched it age. Oh, and obviously the dinosaurs outside and the gorilla. He was obsessed with them. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, that's but, cool. Um, but, yeah, so now I'll probably listen back to that one, I'd say, Pierre, probably tomorrow. So have a catch I, up and listen to I, some of the stories again. I, um, oh, no doubt I'll be able to give you all the renditions myself in the car shortly yeah which we'll get in, get into a little bit later on yep. but before we get off the topic of listening back to podcasts i actually listened to that um gakoda um yeah podcast by the npr network with um eric nipper and phil wolf and yeah i really liked the introduction i'm, I'm excited to hear a bit more about that yeah, no, it's good. I'm keen to see the episodes coming up in the future because mm. I, I used to love the old, uh, I don't know, you, did you ever listen to Gecko Nation Radio? No, did you ever listen to that one? No. That was, I used to love listening to that one because obviously I'm a gecko nut. So when I heard that they were going to do a gecko podcast, I was I was pretty stoked about that because I just love hearing about everything geckos. But yeah, listen to that one today and it was, it was awesome. Yeah. Awesome first episode. So Yeah, it's good stuff. I, I love um I think I'm always going to be a gecko nut through and through. Like I've got my other little quirks and stuff like that, but geckos are one of those things that just keep drawing me back. And yeah, um, yeah I was actually just editing the second episode of the the herp trip that I, that we went on, and um, the silly iris kept coming up. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I feel so rough. Um, yeah, but the silly iris came up in that. And yeah, just seeing those Ciliaris again, I was just like, oh, you know, like there's Luke playing with a Western brown snake, and I'm getting all giddy over a bloody Ciliaris, you know. But, yeah, well, that was that was like when we were talking about that trip. Like, like, what do you want to see? What do you want to see? Obviously, Owen Pelly's were probably the biggest thing that I would have wanted to see. But you guys were talking about snakes and monitors, and but I was just geckos. Anything gecko, I would have just you know 
frothed yeah. on. And then you found a cave gecko. I was like, and had a good little, yeah, true, <laughs> good little shoe. But um, yeah, obviously I've wanted to see some cave geckos and stuff like that. But there's always next time. So yeah, I'll have to send you that, um, or at least show you in a couple of days that uh, that the whole video of that playing out because I haven't edited any of that stuff yet because that's like yeah. pretty far down the pipeline. Um, but yeah, it was so hilarious. Ricky basically just going, make sure it chews you. <laughs> you know, like they got a good bite on them, don't they, for a gecko? It was pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie. I think I've been nipped pretty pretty hard by an amier in the past, and that screwed me up pretty yeah. good and actually drew some blood because they've got quite a big jaw on them and some decent yeah. teeth. But um, yeah, it had a good pinch. Like, and they don't let go. No, no. It, <laughs> That's I, the fun bit. It's actually funny. It was like the gecko version of a gill and I, I yeah. think, because it's kind of like roughly the same size. And same sort of jaw pressure, so it was pretty and impressive. You kind of get though. to that point where you're like, oh, yeah, "I'm over this now." Can you please let go? <laughs> oh, mate, you wait till you see the video. I literally put it down in my in like on the ground because Ricky's like, "I'll put it down on the ground. It will run away straight away." I put it down on the ground. Doesn't go anywhere. He's like tickling it to try to get it to let go. Does not want it. Like it stayed on me for. I probably had it attached to me for I reckon up just under four minutes or something like that. Yeah, like it was holding on. And they're a decent sized gecko too. Apparently that one was a pretty decent sized gecko. Like yeah, as far as what pictures, they usually yeah. yeah. That was a fair size that one. So but um yeah, that was the, I was just frothing to see geckos really. So yeah. Or do you want to tell everyone what we're doing this weekend? Yeah, kinda of, kinda of, it wasn't I wouldn't say impromptu. It was kind of I've been we've been talking about it for a while and then um Todd We've been I've been talking to Todd about it for a while, but we're just going to go up and um, try and tick off some KDA and uh, Maritzi, and maybe depending on how we go, the New South Wales population of Waiburwa, if we can get them. So, yeah, but I think the Maritzi will be a bit easier, but it's the KDA that'll be the tricky ones, I think. So, I have no idea where we're going. Basically, I'm just coming along for the ride and happy to be yeah. a part of it. So, yeah, I'm letting you guys kind of yeah wingman me on this one. So yeah, obviously my my thing and what I want to do is just tick off all the leaf tails and photograph them. I've noticed um, Elliot Budd and Joe Mack and that have been going nuts with all the Fluris lately. Oh yeah, oh, man. Do you follow those guys on Instagram? Elliot Budd rings a bell. Uh, what was yeah. the other guy's name? Joe Mack. Joe, Joe Mack is it? Yeah, Joe. I think it's Joe Mack. Hang on, I probably just said his name wrong. He's probably just um yeah, Joe Mack. Yeah. But yeah, Elliot Bard, they're just being, they've taken off some of the like the real rare fluoris and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's probably, that's another trip I want to try and line up eventually is to try and find a few of those ones and photograph them. So, well, we just got to do it, right? Like, that's, that's, a, it. that's what we got to do is get out there and, and have a poke around. And <laughs> I feel bloody so lucky to have been back for one weekend and then go, yeah, we're off again. Yeah. Because I said, super impressed. Yeah, man. I said to John, I'm like, I might shoot Luke a message and see if he's keen. He goes, yeah, he asked Luke. And I'll show you the message thinking, oh, I've like, if you knocked it back, said I can't make it, I would just be like, yeah, sweet, man. Like, you know, it is what it is. And you're like, I'll see if I get the time off. And you're like, I've got the time off. I'm like, cool. That was pretty pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the swag didn't even make it to the garage. Yeah. I like pretty much cleaned it out in the spare bedroom up here. And then I've gone, oh, I'll just roll this thing up for, for another week and then use it. Yeah. Although I, I packed it um, yesterday, and this time around, I actually thought I might bring a sleeping bag with me. Yeah, yeah, definitely this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I didn't even like Luke told us don't bother last time. Yeah, and we definitely didn't need it whatsoever when you're sweating all night. 
Yeah, uh, that's this right. This time around, I was like, oh, geez, I'm glad I actually packed this thing. But um, I actually had to express post a headlamp charger for my P-Run, P-Run 2 or whatever they're called by the O-Light. Yeah. Um, because I don't know what I did with my last charger. Last time I saw it, it was getting out of Luke's car in a haste at the airport. And I remember shoving it in my bag, but I don't know if I opened it up my bag somewhere in the airport and that's like, oh, bug it off. Out. So I had to <laughs> spend the dosh yesterday, 30 bucks. But yeah, it's in my hand today. They express posted it so quick. So, Jeez, that's good. Sydney-based company, man. Next day delivery. Yeah. I can't complain whatsoever. So yeah. head, head torch is charging right now, so it's ready for... Ready for the weekend. That's awesome. Yeah, I bought what I bought something from Queensland, paid express post. They said like one to one to two business days to be delivered. Mm. It came two weeks later. Huh. I bought something something from Perth and it came in two days. And I just said it was normal postage. It's like and I needed the thing from it was a car part, that's right, because my car was due for Regio. And then I had something uh, had a wheel speed sensor play up on the car, but I have to replace the whole wheel hub assembly mm. not just the sensor and yeah got it sent from thinking oh yeah i'll get it done in a week two weeks later it rocked up and i'm like i couldn't pass rego because i didn't have the part so <laughs> had to um drive the missus car to work so postage yeah it's one of those funny things hey i was pretty confident with this company things is when i bought the light it was like in my hands two days later and i was like oh if yeah. i pay the express post there's only like an extra five bucks I'm pretty sure that that'll actually be in my hand, you know, before we go at least, and I can at least be charging on the way there or whatever. <clears throat> so yeah, stoked, to, stoked to have forgotten that, and stoked to be going out for another couple of nights out. And yeah, that's good. It's like a nice little different couple of nights. guys too, which is yeah. good. So we'll be just driving up for that for the day. We'll drive mm. up there probably one stint, I'd say, maybe stop for something to eat, and then go to the camp spot, and then go out from there. I think so. So, I mean, what, what are the plans? Like, you may as well tell me now because I've got a rough idea of what we're doing. But, like, can you give, like, rough locations on air as to where we're actually Yeah, going? we're just going to – we're basically going to camp at Dorigo for the night Yeah, and just kind of wander around Dorigo National Park around that area for some Mariti and then um, head for, – so for that night we'll probably just stay around that area depending how we go. Yeah. Um, and then we'll head north a bit further and – don't want to say too many spots, but yeah, we'll go north and try and find some KDA. Yeah, cool. So that'll be the hard ones to find. So we're going to do that, the KDA on the second night though, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And then obviously we might be able to, depending on how lucky we get, tick off Waiberber as well. But we probably, yeah, we, I doubt, we'll probably aim for the two, Yeah, I'd say, in the two nights. So depending how long we stay out for as well. Yeah, I mean, you I mean, we may not find. Yeah, we may not find the KDA as well. That's the other thing. But they're a small population, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. small. Yeah, from what I've everything I've read, they're pretty, pretty restricted range. So I think they're like the rarest gecko in New South Wales, apparently, to find. Mate, we found it all, have we? Yeah, I was about to say this. I'm glad you're coming. Hopefully, you're bringing your luck with you. <laughs> I didn't find anything. <laughs> like the whole the whole trip, I had the worst eyes out of everyone. So yeah, I was there just picking up what everybody else has already seen. So yeah, yeah. We'll put that down to Ricky Mac. Yeah, the whiz kid. Yeah. 
but uh, oh, yeah. that's exciting. I'm, I'm excited to come out again. I'm excited to potentially fly my drone around a couple of times during the day yeah. to try to get some habitat. Have you been up to Dorigo before? Uh, I can't say I have. Oh, it's beautiful up there. Eh? I've got um, family that live up that way. Oh, sick. Yeah, they got like acreage out there, I think, or yeah. like property out that way and stuff. Yeah, it's beautiful up there. And that national park's awesome. But, yeah, it's filled with leeches. So. Oh, good. So you're telling me to bring long pants? Yep. Okay. I'll put the stubbies away for this one then. Yeah. <laughs> long, long pants and a lighter and some salt. <laughs> awesome. I don't know what I signed up for now. Oh, well. <laughs> Half the right, No, last time I went through a walkthrough there with my missus, it was like every step you took, you had a new leech on your boot. Really? Jeez, yeah. that's horrible. That was during the day too, so. Oh, God. We just went for a bushwalk. Oh. But, um, yeah, beautiful forest up there, hey? Rainforest. Oh, I'm keen to see it. You know, regardless. Yeah. yeah. But um doesn't just, matter where you go, there's some sort of annoying bug pestering you. Oh, hundred percent. but um no, I'm gonna have a look at what else is up that area. I've just I'm just focused on flying on leaf tails, so I haven't really sussed out. That's it's good it's good though to have something like that. Like, you know, like obviously when we went on our trip we kind of all had our one thing that we wanted to see mm-hmm. and anything else that you're getting as bycatch is just cream. Yeah, definitely. You know, so it's good to have that focus and you know, this trip I've got I've got no focus. I'm just coming for the adventure, essentially. Yeah. So I think that's almost good too, because everything's gonna be new to me regardless. And yeah, whatever we see is a win. So yeah. You know, it's good to I think it's gonna be good to kind of take a back seat and watch you try to knuckle these things out and just be there for the ride. So I'll flunk and miss both of them or something. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, like you don't you don't know. Like you yeah, might get, you exactly. might get super lucky. You might see twenty of each species. You know, you, yeah. you, you just don't know unless you're unless you're trying. Um, yeah. I haven't actually looked at the weather this weekend. Looks pretty good. It's pretty good up there, I think. Oh, sick. But hopefully the water, like obviously with all the floods and that have been going on, hopefully it's. I think it's calmed down up that way. But, yeah, hopefully um, it's accessible and everything. But yeah, after seeing Elliot Bud's photos of all those fluorus, man, yeah. like. Yeah, I reckon they're better looking than some of the um, Sotureus. How dare you? Have you seen some of these other ones? Like just the colours, the purples on them, like. Yeah. No, no, no. Like I get you. I just. Yeah. I like the Sotureus. Yeah, so I do like them too, but. But yeah, man. I don't know. I'm just, just keen to get out. Well, we're taking your car up, aren't we? Yeah, yep. Yeah, sick. Yep. Means we could have a little bit more access to certain places if we need it. Yeah. Although it should be it should be pretty easy easy driving. I'm assuming. All right. I mean, I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I think you can pretty much just. I know um, Todd's been up there before, up at Dorigo, so he's got a few spots as well. So it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be really hilarious just to listen to you two geek out on leaf tails, <laughs> where I've just like given all my leaf tails to you and gone. All right, yeah. I'm done. I've done my done my duty with these things and yeah just take the back seat i mean i'm still i still love my leaf tails though yeah they are awesome animals yeah yeah they're just not going to suit this room anymore this room's strictly arid pretty much you changed them on again too haven't you after your trip man i I, it was funny because like i bought all these enclosures just before the trip I'm like, yes, these are going to be some of the the biggest enclosures that I've given some of these species in the past. And like, after seeing like those gillens in particular in the 
most of the animals in the trip, you know, I'm just going, shit, no, no box suffices. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's impossible to do any of this stuff justice. Like, but I'm pretty much just finished another two Gillen's enclosures that are uh, 90 B120, B60 deep um, yeah. centimeters. So they're, they're pretty decent sized boxes. <clears throat> me. But um, yeah, I'm kind of working on a bit of a monitor corner at the moment and I've almost knuckled out three out of the four enclosures and I've just got to do a four by four by two foot enclosure for my Kimberley Rock monitor and yeah, work on some rock work and stuff for that. And half this room will be full again with just four big enclosures. But yeah. I, have, I have a plan. I have a plan for this spot behind me. I want to do a massive Gillen's enclosure there. I want to do something that's like, nice. <clears throat> yeah, 120 by 240 by 60 centimetres, I think. So something like yeah. ridiculously tall. But it's going to be a pain in the ass trying to find the logs for it. Yeah, that'll be there. There's a place. Where is it? I have to try and remember where it is. There's a place up here that have like huge logs dried out like for sale or something yeah yeah but like just as firewood though yeah okay so it's not super expensive yeah i mean it's always worth a poke you never know if you struck struck gold or something like that but yeah yeah i mean even the even the tanks here i need more wood for but Mm. we'll get there there. so you you come down from your trip yet mate or i was down on the plane i was like this is (laughs) this is shit I, yeah, honestly, like every time I leave that place, it's just depressing to me. Like, uh, it's like what Luke was saying in his podcast. Like, it just feels like home, you know, like yeah. it, it feels like a second home. And, you know, I came back and I, I was pretty much because I've, I've wanted, I've been saying to my wife, one day I want to live up there. Yeah. And it's just re- in, reinvigorated that love for the territory in me. Like, it doesn't matter where you go up there, the, just the landscape's just beautiful. Like, yeah. Albeit, like it could be incredibly harsh and stuff, but at the same time, it's just, it's just an amazing place. Yeah, know? I don't know. It's magnetic. That's the one way I can think about it. Is it's magnetic. Yeah. See, I've never been up there, so but I have. I've even though I've never been up to Cairns or anything like that, I'd feel I'd feel that way about up that area because that's kind of, you know, all this, most of the stuff I like is kind of that tropical kind of. Yeah, species. So I'd yeah, probably feel probably. that way about. It. But then the humidity would probably smash me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the same way as where you were too. Yeah, I, I, I can live with it. I think like yeah. my wife won't. Like she, she will struggle through a lot of that stuff, and like it will wear thin on you. Like it doesn't matter what it is, it's going to wear thin on you at some point or other. Like I know that last night that we were sleeping at camp, like Tyson had a pretty shitty night's sleep just because the humidity was so intense. I was okay. I didn't really mind it so much. I think I slept like the most I slept on that whole trip. I reckon I got seven hours sleep that night and didn't really yeah, right. worry about the sweating. But, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I love all that stuff. But, yeah, yeah, I'm still catching up on sleep though. Yeah, it's like that's my wife the last week, but so it's my wife. Whew. But, yeah, no, I know what you mean though. But that's a, that's a good thing about a swag though. I think, you you know, when you go do those trips and you a swag or something like that you just feel that little bit closer to nature as well yeah oh 100 i loved being able to just watch the stars through the, the mozzie net and stuff on it yeah like man going to sleep looking at that like I, i'm a side sleeper or a stomach sleeper i f- fucking hate sleeping on my stomach but it's just the way i've always been 
Yeah. But like I'd force myself to lie there for like 10 minutes and just get a bit drowsy or whatever, just watching the stars because I'm just like, I don't get this opportunity all the time. Like I've got to soak every minute of this in. But um, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back in the swag. I yeah. actually found it quite comfortable. Yeah. I, I didn't mind it so bad. I got, got used to the um, the inflatable pillow though. That was something yep. that was a bit new to me. I think I overinflated it the first couple of days and crooked my neck. So, you know, that's oh, all you right. You could take a, take a pillow this time, mate. There's room in the car, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all right. I'm taking the inflatable anyway. I'm not going to yeah. ruin, ruin a pillow. you just got to let a bit more air out of them. Yeah. But, um, yeah, mine's still in the box. I didn't get to take mine, so. Yeah, your pillow? Yep. Yeah. It's all right. We got this weekend for it. I was actually surprised that I got the time off. I was surprised I got the time off and I was surprised that my wife came around to being okay with me going again. Yeah. So. When I asked, I was like, oh, you probably you'd probably get the no, but, you know, then you got the yes. I was like, oh, he's coming. Sweet. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> I've got a few reasons to get a few things under the belt, you know, sooner rather than later. So Yeah, exactly. You know. It's just one of those things. I was like, hey, you look, you don't have to look after the reptiles this time. We're going for two nights. You know, I'll yeah. make sure everything's done. You don't have to touch anything. So I think that's the good thing too. It's only a short, yeah, short one. It's not like oh, you know, a whole week. It's only just two nights. So yeah, but that was funny because when we were in, I can't remember what time it was, but when we were in the Barkley homestead and I had a bit of Wi-Fi, I had this notification from the the camera in this room to say that there's been movement detected so i logged in here and all i can see is my wife walking around like kind of a little bit half confused but she's like dishing out crickets to things and stuff <laughs> i was like i might just give her a bell and see if she's okay you know i've got the opportunity to do it and she's like no i'm doing okay with everything i found this one enclosure you didn't write any instructions on that i'm like oh shit which one is it and i didn't write any instructions on is the that beat. the gold stuff i can see behind on the glass oh door. yeah yeah i use yeah. like paint textures on everything yeah. just to kind of write down you know three geckos, 10 small crickets every Tuesday and Friday night and mist with water or whatever, you know, like just yeah. something simple just so she could, you know, smash it out. But, yeah, I didn't write on the beaded geckos. So she's like, what do I feed them? <laughs> I was like, oh, lucky I've got you on the phone now. Yeah. Otherwise those little buggers would have gone a week without food. Yeah. Although she did manage to forget to feed my Kimberly Rock Monitor and my old original pair of Gillens for the week. So. Oh, that'll be fine. That just would have got a oh, bit extra on the gun they were fine. As soon as I got home, I was like, oh, did you feed these guys at all? Because they were like at the glass, like, <laughs> give me some food. He's like, oh, shit, I forgot them. And I was like, oh, that's all right. Just whack 50 yeah. crickets in there and let them go ham, yeah. you know? I'm still struggling to get – oh, I've been going, obviously, because I made a few trips to Killerville Pets. I've just been buying those value packs. Oh, the bigger ones, yeah. The bigger ones, these yeah. ones. But, They're um, good containers, those. I like those yeah, containers. But, um, yeah, still, still bog crickets are still a pain at the moment. I've... Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm pretty lucky that Pisces is back up to normal. So, yeah. But, um, no, I've got, I managed to get some off my local supplier. Um, so, I should pick them up hopefully the next day or two, I think. So, <clears throat> oh, we could give everything good feed again. But um, instead of buying small boxes everywhere, <laughs> it's a pain, man. It's a pain yeah. buying that many small stuff. Hey. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So then I've got the hatchy boids as well. So I've got to try and buy the real small crickets. And how are yours doing? Yeah, good. Yeah, smashing crickets. I don't see mine eat whatsoever, but there's always little turds left in the enclosure. Yeah, no, I've seen. I don't know if it's the same one I've seen eat all the time. Like he'll just 
you drop Griggs and he'll just start eating straight away. Yeah. But, um, I mean, they've grown. So, you know, one's, I think one might be starting to sulk a little bit. It was on the ground today. So, but as soon as I put my hand, he just jumped up and ran up the wall. I'm like, oh, maybe we're just laying down. Yeah. My, every time I look at mine, it's in a completely different position. Yeah. These guys are too. It, like, yeah. It freaks me out because I'm just like, yeah. Where the hell? Like, it's so hard to find. That's the worst part is they just blend in with leaf litter and branches and stuff so yeah. well. It's just impossible. Well, I've got one of those fake, like, exoterra, like, vine things. It's got mm. all the leaves on it. And they just climb in that. And, like, half time, I'm like, where the flip are you? Like, I can't find them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's a tail. I'm like, oh, there's a tail. <laughs> but um, I've got the get your pet right UVB over the top of them as well. So, yeah, sweet. Get a bit of UVB into them. So, but no, they're, yeah, smashing crickets growing and that's pretty good. cool. My um, my little agonia depressors become super bold recently, actually. So in the past, I'd throw crickets in there and it would kind of sheepishly come out and eat them. And yep. now it just like charges. It just goes straight for it. Like it just comes out like a little ravenous. Yeah, right. I reckon I could almost hand feed this boy, eh? I think the same with this agonia. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited to see this thing grow up and. Now that I've awesome. now that I've built these enclosures for the for the Gillenoy, I think I'm going to have to do something similar for them because I'll end yeah. up getting a pair of them for sure. Yeah, but um, you moving in much more on, or you kind of? Um, I've still got my jungle carpet to move on. I've still got uh those castle nally hatches to move on. I might move on some Aberrans hatches. Um, I've got a couple of friends that are pretty keen on some of those, so yeah. They might sway me enough to do that. I'm toying with the idea of moving on my children's pythons. Um, yep. As much as I love them, that's essentially another tank that I could have for some raise-up gillons or something like that. So, <laughs> so you know, that's just one of those things. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I was, I was kind of in two minds, hey. Like, this trip kind of, like, blew my mind a bit. I was kind of almost considering just getting rid of, like, all the exoterras and just doing – just bigger enclosures and way less animals. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm still toying with that as an idea. I don't want to rush into anything too quick because, yeah. you know, a lot of this stuff's going to be hard to get back if I do move on. Yeah. But <clears throat> considering what I had, I mean, I've definitely got a lot less and I don't need to buy as many bugs, which is good. And That's my, always good, isn't it? Yeah. And my roach colony is starting to kind of bounce back to – somewhat normal too so i'm keen to actually start hooking into that and being able to use a lot of that rather than just yeah. feeding, feeding lots of crickets and other things yeah i'm gonna start a roach colony it's good man Shed. it's good like when when one's cranking and they're doing well they're, they're good and that um that link that i sent you to uh verana bay on youtube yes. is his description of how to breed wood roaches and it can be used for dubias and stuff like that as well He's got the the thing down to a T. I've never seen a, as good a video as that, especially for Woody's. Yeah, I really like that one. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm hoping to. I mean, I'd like to have it self sustainable where I don't actually have to feed crickets so much. Yeah, but I also don't like the idea of having to put on a bloody mask every day. So yeah, they are a bit of a pain to feed. Woody's. They are, they are. Um, one thing I did find that, especially for like small goannas and stuff like that, I mean, obviously it's different with, with geckos, especially if the geckos aren't tong feeding, is I did find these shallow dishes from like a $2 shop and they were kind of like shallow, but they kind of had like a lip that came up and cupped over. Yeah. So 
the woodies couldn't actually like climb up the lip so much. They kind of get stuck and fall back into the container and you didn't have to use like Vaseline or Fluon or anything on them. Yeah. Um, But they were good because you could sit them kind of like half submerged in the dirt in a goanna enclosure and the goannas could come down and just pick on them. Yeah. And get heaps of them in a go sort of thing. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Because I find with the woodies like if you don't tong feed, they just end up everywhere in your enclosure, behind your rock walls, everywhere. doesn't matter if you don't tongue feed or you yeah, do exactly. tongue feed. If you drop one, you're screwed. Yeah, they're so quick. <laughs> they're gone. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I mean, there's this area, because with the rain, all the rain we've had recently and the floods, like there's cockroaches everywhere at the moment outside. It is insane. Yeah. Like I'm trying to catch this Asian house gecko that keeps running around and it is fat. Like it is massive. Jeez. So obviously getting all the leftover crickets from here and all the roaches running around as well. Yeah. So it's on a good wicket. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Big that was one thing. Saxon. Oh yeah, like in its throat or whatever. Yeah. It's huge. Um, the amount of grasshoppers they were finding in the territory, like you could walk through a bit of spin effects and like it would just come alive, and all these grasshoppers would just like bound out of it. Hey, like yeah. I'd love for somebody to be able to start breeding grasshoppers. So I've read somewhere that certain ones you can't breed or something. Was it someone said something like that? The protected or something? Protected. Um, I think there's some that are like toxic, if I could be mistaken yeah. as well. Um, so you've got to be careful with some sort of species and stuff like that that you can do. But you just don't see anybody doing it. No. It's probably quite hard to do, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. I, don't I, know. I mean, I've never looked into it or anything, but... Surely Danny Brown's got something in his books about that. You'd think that he would. He's got how to breed everything else in there. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. In the monitor one, yeah. There might but be a section in there. They're, they're just such a good size. You know, they're like yeah. double, double the size of a large cricket sort of thing. So they just make like such a nice size for some of the larger animals and stuff that you can get. But even then, like you, you can like – you know, you always get that odd-sized cricket in your cricket tub that's just too mm. big. Yep. You'll tip like it's a small, but there'll be like a medium to medium-large cricket, and then you're tipping, oh, crap, and you try and get it out, and next minute the gecko smashed it. Yeah. And it just eats it, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Obviously, you can take down a little bit bigger. I mean, I wouldn't recommend feeding large prey items all the time, but, you know, they definitely can swallow larger prey items than what they recommend. So. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's all relevant, right? Like, yeah. my, my biggest problem is, is even these Adatria, like the, the monitors, like a Gillens and a large cricket's okay. Um, but I feel like sometimes if you put a few large crickets in there, they're just a bit like, uh, like they don't want to chase them all around. They'd rather just get that, like, expenditure of energy on one larger yeah. prey item, eat it, and then kind of be done for the day. You yeah. know, like, it's almost like a yeah weird kind of response that they have towards it, I suppose, but... Yeah, I don't think I can find anything in here on breeding. I think I remember it on in one of the books. I can't remember which one it was. It might be in the, the large book, maybe. Yeah, the big lizard one or the something. The big lizard book. I don't have that one. Okay, yeah. One popped up for sale not that long ago. Oh, you, tag, you tagged me in it too, and too. I was like, oh, just don't have that <laughs> one right now. But, yeah, oh, well. one day. Yeah, I'm still trying to track down all the cobbers. So they seem to be um, – I remember at one point they were everywhere, but, you know, I can't really seem to find some of them at the moment, so. Yeah, it's, it's like anything, right? Like as soon as you think you're going to actually try to look for it, it's gone. 
Yeah. But um, I messaged Matt the other day too, so should be getting that. Well, that's pretty soon. Book. Yeah, when he's when he's back, so. Oh, yeah, he got his imbricata or so. Oh, did he? I haven't seen I'm that. I'm pretty actually. sure. He, I'm pretty sure he got imbricata. Yeah, which right. I believe was his last. His last, Python? I think. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, was it his last carpet python? I can't remember. But yeah, was, I'm pretty damn so damn sure that Christy put up a photo of an imbricata. Um. I'm probably going to eat my own words here and it's probably going to be somebody else, but I'm pretty sure I saw Christy post that. Which would be mad right. if they did find it because he's been hunting these things like mad. So, yeah. yeah I'd love to try and get all the all the Australian geckos before I die. Southwestern Cup, by them. There you go. You got, got it. it. Yeah. Um, all the geckos. Ooh. Yeah. Good for like 100 and... 190 something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see plenty of fat tailed geckos in the desert, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Which ones did you see? Conspiculatus or? Yeah, I think We're so. Not sure. Yeah. That's what Luke was saying. Yeah. I'm not really down with the with the, uh, the lingo and a lot of the stuff that's not captively kept in the hobby. Yeah. Um, but Conspiculatus definitely rings a bell. Yeah. Um, little termite specialist, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's conspicuous. Cool little geckos, hey! I love how they were in captivity at one point. There was a few people that had them, but um, on termites or on crickets? Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure to be honest. I don't. But yeah, I've heard. I heard some people had them. Probably on termites, probably. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, they're pretty cool looking. I've never seen them in the flesh. I'd love to see one, but um, they're pretty cool. I suppose you probably saw a bunch of them, didn't you? Uh, we, we only saw a few when we were out there that time. I think I want to say we saw maybe like half a dozen or so. Yeah. But when I was out last year, I saw stacks. Where I probably, yeah, okay. saw, probably saw at least a dozen of them. Yeah. Yeah. How many geckos did you come across in your trip? You got the cave geckos. Uh, so we got one cave gecko, one jamata. I want to say it was four ciliaris. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, probably about half a dozen of the fat tails. Um, we also got a binos gecko. Yeah. We got, or I got a detella. When we were looking at the bridges, I found a detella on the bridge. Yeah. Um, Luke reckons he saw a mamarata. And I think there was like a gyra or something as well when we were down in Barkley, something weird yeah. that we got that we were kind of all just like deliriously tired and going, uh, gecko, cool. I'm going to put it back. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, a few species. There's yeah. quite a few numbers. Like there was at least, I, I want to say that we at least saw 20 geckos or thereabouts. Yeah. Give or take. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah. No, I was I a, almost as many stimmies as that. <laughs> yeah, you come across heaps though, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, but you got the, you got the arm pelly, so, you know, kind of top two. And you got your gillens too, so. Yeah, that was my favourite. You would have been ready to give up after the killings, wouldn't you? Oh, look, like it was never on the cards. The yeah. Oh, 100% I mean. it wasn't because that wasn't like we weren't planning on going down there. Not at all. And that was no. the thing. I was just kind of like, you know, jokishly saying around to Luke, like, hey, we could make this a longer trip and we could go down to Alice and stuff and poke around for those killings that you found down that way. And he found a location that was a little bit closer to 
the top end. So yeah, but yeah, that cyclone, perfect storm, man, perfect storm. Yeah. <clears throat> so worked out for everybody to be able to. I still wig out that I saw the Gillens. Like it's, I've been pretty trying cool. to edit. Or I've, I was sending one of my mates. I, I was sending um Josh Thompson actually. Yeah. A bunch of like just like the little clips that I took from that, and yeah. he was like, "Oh, that's just unreal," you know, to be able to see see it all kind of thing and i'm like well you, you know i don't have an edited version of this whatsoever so what you're getting is what you're getting yeah um but yeah it was pretty unreal to be there but it just it weirded me out like the habitat weirded me out because it was just it was so it wasn't green. what you read like what you'd read they lived in kind of thing yeah and like it was just like a little gum tree forest like there, there was a lot of dead wood there was a lot of cracked wood there was a lot of yeah. hollows and stuff like that everywhere but um there's a lot of gum trees that were like still well and truly good gum trees that just had like little kind of hollows and stuff that just were like a dead branch off them that I think that yeah. they were using. So, but yeah, it was, it was a very odd, odd spot, but yeah, building these new enclosures has been a bit of fun. Cause I got the, I took a whole bunch of habitat photos essentially from up there and I got them all printed out and sticking yeah, them to the back of the enclosures and stuff now. So yeah, I'm pretty bloody stoked for that, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, no, come out, we're good. Are you going to do that for all your gillens now instead of rock backgrounds? Are you going to do rock backgrounds still? Or you? Uh, I think for the bigger stuff, I'm going to do the printouts, to be honest, because, yeah. you know, there's no giant rocks behind all these, you know, trees that we were in in the bush. So, you know, yeah. worst case, I'll put a few extra branches in there or something to give them more usable space. But um, smaller enclosures like the exoterras and stuff, I don't mind doing the rock backgrounds in those just because then that does make a smaller tank more usable. Yeah. But, yeah, for like, I don't know. There's something about looking at this, like in particular the one that I've finished now, and having that I've got one gillens in there. Just looking at it, it's just like I was there. Like I remember taking that photo. I was in the environment, and then I yeah. blown it up and put it in the back wall of the enclosure. And now I've got my own lizard in there, and I'm going. This just looks really good. You know, oh, it's you like remembered. Yeah, it's it's very sentimental. Very very sentimental. Yeah. It's worth paying out the ass for all these prints. <laughs> They're not cheap, are they? <laughs> no. No, but that's all right. It's worthwhile. I was mixing up some substrate for the Tristus one today, actually, so just waiting on a few things to finish curing there and then I'll add them in, which they're going from like a 60 by 60 centimetre enclosure into a 120 by 120 by 60 centimetre enclosure, so yeah, plenty of room for them soon. I mean, I'll probably feel that way if I see some green tree pythons and chameleon geckos, I think, the way you felt about your gillens. It was was a game changer, man. Like, being able to let that lizard go, like, I know I talked about this last week, but, like, being able to let that lizard go and watch it just climb, like, well above my head, I'm like, Mm. that's just, we're not doing it. We're not yeah. we're not doing them justice, that particular species justice. I think there's a lot of species that can get away with smaller environments because they're a bit more sedentary and things. Um, I'd say the majority of them do, though. Yeah, mm. but, like, I mean, you know what monitors are like. like they just use everything and anything. You know, they're, they're nonstop. So, yeah, I don't know. It, ch- it changed my mind on a few things, that's for sure. Yeah. No, I think I've got to get up, up to the tip to try and... See some green tree pythons because obviously that they're pretty much what got me into reptiles to start with. So you know, but they're the same thing again. Up. You know, like you could be giving them a floor to ceiling enclosure, and that's all good. But in the wild, they might be going five meters, six meters, seven meters up into a tree or more. Yeah, 
you know, obviously you're not going to be able to provide that. No. But you can always do better than a four by two by two box. Yeah. Definitely. You can, yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, like, you know, people, you want to keep a little bit more things as well. So you kind of have to find that size that works that's still good for everything. Like, I mean, if you could get everything, yeah. you know, a six-foot-tall enclosure, you would. Yeah, but 100%. You, you just, yeah, not everyone's got a zoo, unfortunately. I think no. at the end of the day, too. No, 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 no. Um, I'm not spooking that everybody has to have a zoo or has to have yeah. just three animals in massive enclosures by any means. But I'm just saying, you know, like, if you happen to be in that stage of life where I'm kind of finding myself at the moment where I'm like a little bit less collectoritis-y with my animals and I want to yeah. just try to challenge myself to do bigger and more advanced things or, or just trying a few different things, yeah. I think I'm in that stage where I can kind of muck around with that a bit. But, yeah, yeah, I, I like, I mean, I've kept a grand tree python in a 4 by 2 by 2 and she bred and she did everything that she's meant to do. She's happy as Larry. Yeah. But... I'd like to go, hey, what's the next step? What can I do that little bit extra just to improve? And that might just be making it a four before box and giving them a chance to actually hang off a branch properly rather than 30 yeah. centimetres into dirt, you know? So little steps. Yeah, no, this is all going to change behind me soon too. So I'm working on that whole wall. Pretty much, yeah, it will be. Oh, I'm not going to see the frogs climbing around behind you. <laughs> yeah, oh, that'll be just kind of where the bookshelf is, I think. So, okay, but um, yeah, this is all gonna. I've got some some wheels in motion, so that's good. That's exciting. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully that comes pretty pretty soon. So that'd be good. Uh, Enough said on that. I, I yeah, I think at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but it'll look different. So obviously, I know what you're talking about here, but that's, do, that's yeah. all going to be behind you. Okay, I didn't realize that was yeah. going to be behind you. Yeah, I did. I'm just trying to work out the stuck like, space wise. So yeah, it'll be basically there, and yeah. then over this side will be some other things, and sweet. And they'll get shifted over to where the bookcase is, and then just got to find somewhere for that. Oh yeah, I'll build them something bigger and newer. I'm thinking that. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking that. <laughs> I'm even looking at my boys in, in their enclosure now and I'm going, uh, it's another one that I'm going, I think I could have built something bigger. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah, I've got like, but see my limit's the height. Like my roof's like 2.1, so just yeah. under 2.1. So I'm limited with with height. But um, I was just going through measurements and trying to work out sizes and this and that, so. I mean, I'd love to get larger, but I just, yeah, there's certain things I can't at the moment just because. You'll get it there. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things that, like, if you can do it, you can do it. If you can't do it, you can't do it. You know, like, it's not not the end of the world, so to speak, but. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't do it down the line. You know, you might get a new house or a bigger shed or, or yeah, something exactly like that. Right. And you might be able to toy around with it. With or you might just want to cram go... another 50 animals in there. Who yeah, that's knows? right. No, I'm definitely not doing that. I'll win the lot on <laughs> yeah. go gangbusters and. Start my own zoo, but um, I'm pretty sure that I'd I come have. work for you. Just saying, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll win it this week. But um, I'm pretty sure the uh, one of the chameleon geckos is a female too. Oh, sick! That's so good. It turns news. out I do have a pair, so that's a start. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good stoked. Start. 
it threw me for a while. I'm looking like, no, you're a male. Like it's only still relatively young, but um, I was like, no, it's definitely a male. I got bombed out here. I've just got all males. <laughs> and then now it's gotten quite big. It's the same age as the other one. You can clearly tell the other one's a male. And I'm like, no, you're definitely a female. I'm like ninety oh, percent sure you're a female. But that's um, exciting. Yeah, so it should be pretty good. Pretty stoked about that, actually. Speaking of geckos, you need to get these cornudas off me. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Keen. Hundred percent keen. Have you got the space? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to just bring them up on the weekend? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, definitely. It's up to you. I've got that that exoterra there that I can use. Oh yeah. Time being. I mean, it's not as tall as yours, but. You know, it's no, only two. Right. So until the other one gets here. Yeah. The other gecko? No, the my wall behind. Oh yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if you'd lined up a male. Oh, you got me all excited. Oh no. Uh yes I have. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody working quick. I'll give that Mate, to you. I don't do things in halves when I do things. <laughs> oh. It's one of my favourite Australian sayings is we're not here to fuck spiders. 100% we're not. No, 100% <laughs> I don't know who came not. up with that and it's the worst saying ever. It's like the weirdest saying ever, but I love using it. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's yeah. exciting. That's very exciting. So, a few well, people had one, one lined up and yeah. then that fell through. Um, but then today I got a message and I was like, 100%, let's do got it. jump on it. So, I've had people yeah. trying to beg for me for those geckos. Oh, I'm like, no, sorry, they're Gone. they're still here, but they're just being babysat. So yes, exactly. well and truly spoken for. Um, yep, no, I'm keen. I oh, that, that's awesome. That means you're gonna yeah. have a trio then. Yeah, and these girls are pretty much up to size as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Pretty much just gave me one of your geckos to raise for you, and now you're getting it pretty, back when it's right at the right, right like, moment. <laughs> what else? What else today? Yeah, pretty much everything you had was like no a hatchling, and then you got them off me. Is pretty much small, and now they're all fully grown. And I've got them back. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Maritzi. Well, the white berbers were. Though you got them off my like, well, they were mine, but yeah, they're they're fully grown. The Maritzi are fully grown now. Oh, and plus you got all the hatchies that are like. You know, yeah. year-old Wyberba hatchies. Exactly. Few-month-old Wyberba hatchies. Yeah. Good to go. So, Set up. That's awesome. Well, no, nah, they're in good hands. That's the main yeah. thing I'm concerned about. I mean, that's why you do, like, that's uh, that's why, like, every time I ever sell something, I try and sell them to people I know or move stuff on to people I know, yeah. like, for that very reason. If you ever want something back, you do the same. So if you ever want something back, yeah. you know where they are. Like yeah. even if it's not the same ones, but you're buying hatchies or whatever, like you know yeah. that person's got them and they're going to do well with them. So I love scratching people's backs, man. It's the same as when I got those geckos off you. You know, you kind of gave me a mates rates deal on it yeah. or whatever, and I remember doing the list up for you, and then like boom, mates rates. You know, the easy yeah. price down the bottom. Same as with Kurt. You know, Kurt got those um, uh, Tristus and stuff off me, and he turned around and just gave me some Tristus. He's just like, "Thanks, dude." And I was like, "Holy crap!" And I was like, "That was I've never had somebody do that for me," sort of thing. Yeah, that, that that kind of sent me down a bit of a weird motion where I'm like, yeah, we got to be doing more of this. So then when he to- he was telling me he was keen on the water pythons, I was like, just take them. Here you go. Yeah, have fun definitely. with them. If you breed some, let me know. You know, yeah. maybe I'll be in the right spot to get some hatches back off you. Snake you know? money. 
State money. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I'm just yeah, leaf tails, man. I did, yeah, when I, it was good that I got rid of everything, kind of gave me a bit of a breath of fresh air. Yeah. But at the same time, it was, you know, I was kind of still gutted. So, mm. I'm just working on the misses now to try and get some green tree pythons. So, that'll happen. It's close. My son keeps asking for them, so. I hate to tell you, but I've run out, so you're going to have to look elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, no. I, know. I, think, I think I've gotten rid of all the greens I was going to send. Yeah, you said that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, How many holdbacks you got? Five. <laughs> 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 well, I say, I say that, but I had one with a bit of a funny heart, so that's just kicking around here essentially, but it seems to be completely fine, to be honest, but. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if I was seeing what I was seeing or if I wasn't seeing what I was seeing. But um, no, I got a few. Has it come uh, back to normal? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Ian doing everything it needs to do. So, but just in case it becomes a future problem, I'm yeah, just definitely going to keep it myself. So, yeah. But no, everybody else has been, been really good. And um, yeah, the last one went to my mate Shane. So, yeah. went and met him out the back of Parramatta somewhere after an Eels game the other day. So, Yep, that was an interesting experience. But yeah, no, it was good. Good to see him and have a chat too because he's a keen herpo. So yeah, he was shaking my hand and just about praising me for the OP. And I'm like, I oh, don't do that, man. Like, I, I was in the right place at the right time and stumbled on that thing. I didn't try, you know, like, yeah. But it's, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's kind of, you know, with most things, like right place, right time sometimes, you know. Yeah, I just feel like I, like, I 100% stoked to have seen it like i can understand how crazy that is to a lot of people but like people are trying to give me gratitude for finding it and i'm like no like (laughs) Hmm. the guys that really go out and look for those things deserve that sort of of gratitude you know but yeah it's good to see a lot more people coming across them now so it just kind of goes to show that you know the numbers there's there's quite a few numbers out there which is good that's the thing is I wish – like nobody knows how rare they actually are or if they're not rare yeah. at all and they're just common and they just don't come out. Yeah. You know, which is completely likely. Like there's a lot of reptile species like that. Mm. It's just that, that that habitat's just a pain in the ass. Like you can't just yeah, go right. waltzing through there and expect to see six a night or something like that, you know. Like it's just not that kind of habitat. Yeah. And it, it, it makes you so crazy because, you, like, you're looking up and the amount of vines and everything that are everywhere that you go, oh, snake, no, that's not a snake, that's a vine. Oh, it's, you know, like, it just throws you off. Yeah. It's it's a crazy, crazy place. It's a very spiritual place, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Luke, Luke didn't like going there that, that night because he gets a bit of a funny vibe from it. Like, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of indigenous culture with that place. And yeah. And he just felt a bit eerie going there, so... Didn't feel weary once we found the snake, though. He was yeah, pretty, pretty distracted. Yeah, that was the stunning snake, though. Like, man, I would have loved to have seen one of them one day. Definitely one day. I just but, can't um, get over how chilled it was. Like every other snake or reptile, pretty much wanted to get away from us on the trip, which is like yeah. complete normal response. This thing was just like, yeah, whatever. I'll sit on this rock. You want to take a hundred photos? Go for it. Whatever. Yeah. Oh look, I'm now in a tree. I'll, I'll pose for you this way. <laughs> you know, like how, it was how just, long do you reckon it was? Nine foot? Nine foot, yeah. And they're slender too, like super really slender. slender. Super slender. Like it was honestly, wouldn't have been thicker than 50, 60 mil across 
yeah. crossways through through its section sort of thing. But um, super long, super long. Yeah. Like it was a big snake. It, it, it's funny because you say it's a big snake. It was a long snake. It didn't yeah. look big because when nah, it's like curled it's up on like a rock. It's not like a scrubby, like, you know, like. Yeah, like you think like a scrubby or an olive or a blackhead or something, they get thick. Yeah. This thing was like, it was like the equivalent of a giant tree snake. You know? Yeah. But uh, it was, yeah. Like some of the man. carpets have got bigger girth than, than what that looked. Oh, 100%. Like my yeah. jungle carpet that's six foot is like three times thicker than that nine foot Owen Pelly. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it'd be good to see them on license in New South Wales. It'd be it'd be good to see a lot of things on license in New South Wales. Yeah. Those in particular, yes, but yeah. there's a lot of shit out there that needs to be put on New South Wales license. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, once the licensing department get their own head out of their asses and get their stuff into gear, but you know, anyway. I don't think it's the department. I think it's a little bit higher up than that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But nobody wants change. That's the thing. That's it's right. too hard to change everything, and they're all sitting on it and going, "It works now. Why change it?" That's right. Yeah. Unless it benefits certain people's pockets. Well, that's the thing. They're already making enough money off it that they don't want to change it and have to muck around and pay money to do anything different when they can already be sitting on a good cash cow every year. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely. But, oh well. What do you do, eh? What do you do? That's it. Everyone just needs to, it'd be good to have somebody just kind of come forth and go, look, we're just going to band this all together, you know. If everyone could do something similar to what, like, uh, Josh Vestaka was doing, you know, he was putting part of his his animal sales towards good causes and stuff like that, you know. Mm. Kind of like what the you guys are doing. Like a, like US Arc, but exactly. not US Arc. Yeah, but just something similar where people can sign up for a membership or, you know, a monthly payment or something like that. So then you've got somebody that can fight a fight for you. And put some stuff in the gear. Like, I mean, I know it's a bloody pipe dream, but it would be awesome to see a federal license. Yeah, definitely. At least then we can <clears throat> have free trading amongst states and stuff like that and not have to worry about all this import-export bullshit. And Which I believe you're supposed to anyway, aren't you? It's, not, it's in the Constitution or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Free trade between states or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Still in the dark ages when it comes to reptiles apparently. Yeah. Definitely. No, no, I'm keen to get away though, just to have a bit of a holiday after my last few weeks. So. Yeah, you would have had a shit couple of weeks. Well, I mean, yeah. you, did, you did have a couple of shit weeks, but you came off the back of not being able to come on our trip and seeing all the shit we were finding. To be honest, right. that was good. Like every time I'd, I'd get messages, like I'd wake up in the morning because I'd be you guys were hoping at night time, you know, and I'd wake up and I'd, I'd have a message, I'd see the the notification on the app and I go, I'll wait till I get to work to look at that and I get to work and just, <laughs> yeah, this is sick. <laughs> so yeah. I had a feeling he was going to get an OP, to be honest. I was like, oh. no, if I'd have gone, we would. I reckon we wouldn't have got one. But because I didn't go, you got one. Well, no, because we were on the same trajectory whether you were there or not. Maybe, maybe you would have changed something in the trajectory. Though. Maybe exactly. you would have found something that you wanted to go and check out or something and put us on a bit yeah. of a different different timeline though so yeah i mean there's always a chance that we yeah it is what it is yeah right spot right time always next time plus we had ricky looking for us anyway we would have walked straight past him if he didn't wander in the bush where he did so yeah yeah no i'm just keen to get out more eh? 
We'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah, no, especially if we can just get away with these little weekenders. Like, yeah, I'm stoked. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked that we actually were able to get this time off. But yeah, it's starting to rain here too. Has it? Yeah. Well, I don't. Hopefully, don't start my that up. yeah. No, I was gonna say, hopefully, the internet bloody stays. I think it's <laughs> on with Optus. I think I might change to Telstra. Hey, like, because I've got the exchange just down the road. Yeah. Okay. There's a big Telstra exchange, so. Yeah. Optus always seems to go down around here. My my phone reception is terrible in my house. I get one bar of four G all throughout my house. That's crap. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm probably the same here to be honest. Even though I live on a mountain, you'd think I'd have better reception. Yeah, but it is what it is. It is, it is what, what it is. is. Um, <laughs> can I out you about those other critters? <laughs> um. The roughies. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been three fucking months. I know. It's like You'll every see them week I'm me soon. I'm like, come on, we got. Did, did your wife know about him yet? No. Uh, no. I figured she wasn't listening an hour into this podcast, no matter nah, what she, she was doing. She doesn't listen anyway. <laughs> but um, smart nah. girl. Yeah, she doesn't listen. She listens to me talking off. She's you know <laughs> doesn't want to listen to your grand plans of yeah all the money you want to spend. Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's sick, but, though, um, man. I'm glad that you got some. Yeah. But yeah, no, they'll be behind me soon. So we could, yeah, get them got all set up and got a nice viv plan for them. Yeah. It's pretty much built, I think. It was, it's been built for a while. It's just got to get um, finished off. Mm. It's just got to get some doors put on it. And obviously, the person building it. When they're ready to do their thing, they'll um, post about some stuff. But they had some pretty big things going on themselves. So yeah, but yeah, keen, keen, just keen to have everything finished. That's all I'm keen for. So. I'm keen to come and see your place this weekend. You know, yeah. even if it's just briefly or whatever. Like I'm keen to just be able to stick my head in quickly and go, ah, this is the room. You know. Small like, room. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, like it's no different to when you came here for the first time. You kind of yeah. get engaged for the place and you kind of understand, okay, this is what you're working with or whatever. Like it gives yeah. you an idea. That's right. I, yeah. I only see this little segment of your face and a few enclosures behind you every week. Yeah. That's, I feel sorry for you seeing my face, but anyway. <laughs> well, it's very shiny. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> Might get one of those front lights that just light my face up on the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> Like you've got. <laughs> I've got it on a good setting so it makes it look like I'm tanned. Yeah, it does actually. <laughs> well, I muck, I, muck around with it, it gets that weird white. See, I, I don't look tanned, but I'm actually tanned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very different. <laughs> oh, extra tanned now. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's always good to have a good light there. Yeah. <clears throat> But um, yeah, no, nah, I'm going to do some light so I don't have this this all the lights on in here, so it doesn't disturb everything too much. It doesn't disturb the frogs; they get nuts, as you can see. But um, yeah. but yeah, definitely the chameleon gecko is not a fan of it. So at least you're only doing it one day a week. You know, yeah, probably that's not right. Here every night, nah. around, so I usually come down here anyway and just use my phone torch when I'm in here, just mm. to try not to disturb. Especially because it's good to see the chameleon geckos out and about. You don't crack out you- the LED lenser. Um, I do sometimes. I have, 
Definitely. Okay, have. Happen in your room while you're feeding out. Oh, definitely. It just depends where it is. If my son's picked it up and moved it, I don't. But if yeah. it's sitting on my table or something, I definitely do. I used to use an old red light yeah. years ago. Yeah, you know, the headlamps that had the red lights in them. I used to use that all the time. Yeah. I love doing that because it doesn't seem to disturb them as much. Like, I know they still probably see it, but. Yeah, the pupils um, dilate a little bit, mm. but not as much as if you use a normal light. Yeah, but I it's, found it's if I cool use, to see them all big, like they're still yeah. in the hunt sort of thing. But I, I could if I use those red lights, my chameleon geckos would still be active, like they'd still walk around. I could oh, watch cool. them. But if I turn a normal light on, they just freeze. Yeah, so that's something I've never considered because even with most geckos that I've ever kept, they've they've always been like, okay, there's a bit of brightness in here, but yeah, I'm still going to do what I'm going to do. But I've never yeah. had a gecko that's done that to me. Yeah, my, my old ones, like when I used to have them, that yeah, they'd freeze. I've got the one of the ones I've got here. It'll take stuff off tongs, which mm. is awesome. My other ones never did that. It was basically drop crickets in. I'd, I'd feed them last. I'd feed everything else. Yeah, and feed the chameleon geckos last, and just turn the red light like with the red light on, and just sit back and like from a distance and just mm. watch them for a bit, just to try and catch them, some bit of behaviour. But um. It must be such a pain because they're so secretive that you just don't see a yeah. lot of stuff with them, hey? Yeah. Because you never saw them mate either. Never. I've, I saw – I never saw mating, but I saw the male grabbing the female's tail like and pulling the tail and I just freaked out. I'm like, oh, please don't drop your tail. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, you know, it's, an, it's they do it naturally and this and that. But, yeah, it never did. But I saw mating like behaviour but never mating. That's crazy. Yeah, and I got obviously quite a few, like a couple of clutches out as well. But yeah, never, never saw mating. So. I mean, in, in saying that, I don't know if I've ever actually seen geckos mate. Like, I've seen uh, quite a few. Yeah, I've seen Strafurus. Strafurus would do it on the glass, like on the front glass, like they'd be there and just locked up. Mm. But um, yeah, I've seen leaf tails. Have I seen leaf tails do it? I don't know if I have actually. Definitely seen Strafurus do it. I don't um, think I've seen any of them, mate. Not even yeah. Fs. Yeah, right. I've definitely seen a few to it, yeah. I have just opened the drawers. I just have them in the drawers. Oh, yeah. Go on. Yeah. Go on yeah. for it. Everyone used to always put up photos of that because they seemed to be so easy to catch out on that, and I'd be doing it, and I'd go, fuck, I keep missing them. Yeah. I keep getting eggs. Keep getting babies. Never see the never see the mating. Right. Yeah, I sent Nipper a bunch of um, chameleon gecko spam today. <laughs> <laughs> Torture him. Yeah, because keep, keep I was listening going. to the podcast and he was like, oh, I'd love to get chameleon geckos. I'm like, literally, as I heard it, I just was, I was, we're doing a deck today. So I was in the sun. I'm like, so I just found all these photos from my phone from when I'd bred them, like hatchies coming out of eggs and stuff, and just would like spammed them to him. <laughs> <laughs> He's stinging uh, for the chameleon geckos. Stinging, yeah, stinging. <laughs> I don't so even say stinging. I don't think I've ever said stinging. I think you did. Did I? You definitely, I think you did when we had him on. I did when um, we had him on only because he was riling us up about it. Yeah. We might have said it. Oh, I might have said oh, it. Maybe. I'm stinging for it. I probably did, actually. It's probably me. Sounds Australian enough. Yeah. Oh, 100% it is. Mm. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, he's right back pretty much straight away. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'll tell you what, it's crazy, though, like seeing him dropping those price lists and stuff in Europe for like some of those geckos that like we can't even have in captivity, but yet they're over in European hands yeah. and they're like ridiculous money, like yeah. big money. Like 
KDA was something like a ridiculous better, like two thousand pounds or something each from memory. Or was that in was that in Canada? That might remember. have been Canada, maybe. I think they're pretty. I think pretty KDA. I think are pretty. God, oh, maybe. I think they're pretty common in um in the US. Hmm. And Amnacola are pretty common as well. They seem to be common. Yeah. But, no, um, we can't even keep them. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. They don't, I think they've probably got more over there than bloody we have, I reckon. Most likely. Yeah. Most likely. Oh, what do you do, eh? I'm just keen to photograph everything. Oh, yeah, I'm happy with my selection. I'm just oh. keen to get herping and photograph stuff, hey? I'm going to take a few photos this weekend too if we do find some stuff, hey, because like even though I didn't crack out the camera nearly as much as what I should have, like Luke was awesome at being able to just be like, nah, you need to do this with your settings and stuff like that because like I'm hopeless. But it, yeah. he pretty much set me up on some good settings that I can kind of just tweak up and down a little bit now and yeah. I've kind of refined it a little bit and I took a few photos that I was actually quite happy with yeah. while we were away, which was good. The EF sensor through, I don't think I've seen many of them yet. Oh, Fuck knows where they are. I think I downloaded them onto the, onto the computer, but yeah, I don't really do anything with them. Yeah, I just sit there. Actually, I did get a good photo of a ciliaris that Tyson found in a tree, like wasn't actually just running on the road sort of thing, or, or yeah. we didn't we didn't pop it on anything, but it was in like a legitimate tree in situ. So I got a really nice photo of that kind of just crawling through a tree, which I was quite happy with. Just kind of like a standard uh, like ID book shot, essentially, yeah. but. Yeah, I was quite happy with that. So, but, yeah. Nice. Other than that, I don't think I cracked out the camera for much. I think I took a few photos of the OP and they came yeah. out okay. But, yeah, nothing up to Luke's standard. You know, he pretty much just clicks his camera at something and magic comes out the other end of it. So. Once you're at your settings, kind of worked out, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially if you're like it's night time and the light's relatively the same the whole time. When you start going like it's daytime, you know, you got to change stuff a bit. But Muck around with it. Yeah. yeah. Do you see the post that he put up of the black whip snake today? Yeah. 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 I think he posted that a while ago. Oh, he might have oh, sent he? it to us, actually. Oh, no, I, I think he sent that in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. But that was um, that was kind of cool to see. Like he used, he used my shot for the, the behind the scenes, if you will. Hmm. Uh, no, that was quite cool. <laughs> it's, it just floods back memories. As simple as that looks like him just sitting on the side of the road, it was like the amount of road trains coming past him at that time when he's got a venomous snake in his hand trying to take a portrait shot, <laughs> just yeah. sitting there in the dirt. Like, yeah. yeah. It was a good good day, that one. Well, that's it. That's part of the, you know, part of the thing of doing your trips is the, the fun you have while you do it. It's not just finding the animals. It's, you know. Yeah. All the other yeah. stuff that goes with it all the little stories that that that's the thing is like it's cool to see the animal and, and hang out with the animal for a few moments but the yeah. lead up to that the chat to that the chat about everything like tyson kept going back and forth or tyson and i kept going back and forth with a lot of like um uh hobbyist talk essentially about like how we can change things in enclosures and stuff like that you know which is yeah. really cool to get his perspective on a lot of that and then luke had his own ideas too which was awesome um but no it was, it was just yeah it's all the little stuff. It's all the little stories and that, which, I mean, there's a lot of little stories and stuff that I won't even talk about publicly and that, just about crazy shit that happened along the way, essentially. So, you know, no doubt you'll hear about those anyway. So yeah. you didn't really have a chance to hang around last week because you dropped out. Nah, I know. I was keen to have a chat, but 
internet had other opinions. So, no, seems to be going strong tonight, though. Yeah, yeah, no, done well, done well. Over. What do you reckon, mate? You reckon we wrap it up for one week yeah. with us babbling on, just having a rant, and we um, sounds good. See what we can come to next week. Hopefully, we'll get some um, some guests lined up for the next we've couple got, of we've weeks. We've got a few lined up in the next couple of weeks. We've just got to organise dates. Yeah, well, I think we've we've both just been so yeah off with the pixies and our own problems and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely, most definitely. Yeah. But I'm just keen now. Keen, keen to get out, jump in the swag. A couple more nights, mate. That's it. Yep. That's it. I must start cleaning my car out a bit to get some of the work shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, mate, we'll uh, we'll sign off here. So, guys, we'd like to say a massive thank you to Eric and Owen and the rest of the NPR crew for having us. If you'd like to contact them, it's best to find them at moreliapythonradio.com and email them at info@moreliapythonradio.com. Make sure to follow the NPR network on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. As far as contacting us in our social media platforms, you can email us at australianherptoculture at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as well. Make sure to check out our Teespring store for podcast merch. The link is on the Facebook page. To see more of what Jason is doing, make sure to follow him on Facebook and Instagram at The Gecko Effect. For myself, you can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, and Teespring on the Beach of Scaly Beasts. We'd hope to have you back next week for another episode of the Australian Hepticulture Podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night.